Hello, hello, and welcome to the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Mellinger, a business coach for women who want to make big impact in this world. In this podcast, we will cover the business strategy behind creating aligned, authentic, and empowering service-based businesses. We'll cover the spirituality as well, all the weird, the woo, and the mindset behind showing up as your full self. And of course, we'll discuss female empowerment and embodiment to tap into all of your beautiful magic. We all have so much power, wisdom, and magic to share, but are institutionally taught not to. This podcast is your resource, your opportunity, and your support system to show up fully as the magical creature you are and to love doing it. I'm so excited and honored to be with you today, so let's go ahead and get started. Alrighty, hello there, lovely sunshine. Today I want to talk about the the fun conundrum that comes with being an entrepreneur and wanting to get out all of the hundreds of different ideas and content and thoughts and programs and whatever else you can imagine at one time. And the inevitable overwhelm that comes with being an entrepreneur. And I, for this episode, really specifically mean solopreneurs. So this absolutely applies to any sort of entrepreneur, but I think the overwhelm is much more dramatic for solopreneurs because it is just us, right? So today I want to talk about really the fact that you're not alone in this. It is in no way, shape, or form a sign of your not-enoughness because, again, remember, there is no such thing as being not enough. You are exactly right, exactly as you are. And also, how to use this feeling, this feeling of overwhelm, this feeling of not quite knowing which way is up, as a compass. It can actually be used as a guide sometimes in order to get you out of the cycle. And then I want to close with talking about how to break this cycle because at the end of the day, it's not a feeling that you're going to eventually just be like, oh, I've got everything done. I've got everything in a perfect spot. I'm at this plateau and I get to rest. There will be times of rest. There is rest in a productive uh, work structure or business structure strategies, things like that. But we really want to get off the hamster wheel of feeling like we're constantly behind the eight ball. All right, are you with me? Let's go. So I remember when I was starting out and (laughs) to this day, I have gone through so many periods of huge brain dump content creation. I don't know if I've spoken about it on a podcast episode or not. I have a 17-page Google Doc that is all about my ideal client, what they do, what they want, what where they're at, the thoughts, the beliefs, the things, you know, all of that. 17 pages of in-depth notes and content ideas and program ideas and things like that. And that's just one, right? That's just one depot of information. I I have stuff all over the place in physical form, in notebooks, in sticky notes on my computer, in a OneNote pad, all over the place. And that's great. I'm not saying you can't have all these ideas. I want you to continue to generate these ideas as they come to you. But when we are trying to implement all of it at one time, And this is not special to content creation. This is also trying to get an entire business up and running 
And it kind of almost feels like we want to go from zero to 100 without doing any of the work in between. We just want to get it done, right? And I'm here to fortunately, unfortunately, sorry, not sorry, tell you that It's not going to be an overnight success. It's not going to be you hustle hard for 90 days and you have everything set up perfectly because it's always an experimentation. It is always a trial and error process of learning what you want, what you don't want, what you like, what you don't like, etc. So this idea that if we just work our butts off and get everything done, then we can sit back and rest is really just another iteration of the idea that you get a job, that you go to school, get a job, work for 40 years, and you retire and hopefully have 20 years of quote-unquote fun, right? That's what a lot of entrepreneurs get away from. Not only do you become an entrepreneur or step into that role, because I think many entrepreneurs are born that way, But you step into the life of an entrepreneur in order to have a different lifestyle, in order to not work your ass off for 90 hours a week and hope that by the time you hit 65 or 70, you have enough money to retire and you have enough money to have the life you want. No. Like we're doing this for lifestyles as well. We're doing this to not have to work 90 hours, to not have to feel like we have to hurry, 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 get it done, get it done, get it done. And then maybe we can take a breath Sunday morning before we start it all over again Sunday night. So first, you're not alone. You are not alone in feeling overwhelmed with the sheer amount of work that goes into creating a business. You are not alone in being overwhelmed and frustrated with the slowness of your progress. This is something that with every single honest to goodness, no exaggeration, every single entrepreneur that I've ever spoken to and had this kind of conversation, every single one of them has always come back to say, I have so many ideas I want to get out there, but there's not enough time. And I want to stop for a second and remind you that you're in this for the long haul, that whatever your business is, you're in it for the long haul. And not specifically, like, if you're a coach, for instance, you may not be in the one-to-one game for the next 60 years, but you're in the being of service, sharing your zone of genius, sharing your information, being a beacon, being a light, etc., for the long haul. And we can't expect our businesses to look the exact same way every single day for the next 20 years, right? So why... Are you pushing yourself to get it all done right now? I have had some great conversations lately with people who are trying to get a website going and their marketing and their products and expand and grow and scale and get their legal done and get it and the list doesn't stop. And again, I was absolutely like that at the beginning. And there are still times where I'm like, I kind of go back into that zone of just head down, get it done without realizing that head down, get it done can oftentimes lead to a a really toxic spiral, at least for me. And I know I'm not the only one in that. I am all for putting in the effort and putting in the time and putting in the sweat. 
I work with my clients all the time on making sure they're actually doing the things that matter, but not doing the things that don't matter, right? We're not just doing this to work 40 hours a week anymore. But when we start to get into that that spiral of, I have to get all of it done. I have to get the funnels built, the emails built, the email marketing strategy, the podcasting strategy. You know, I got to get the marketing strategies, the visibility, the engagement, the sales, the confidence, the workshops, the products. When we get into that spiral of, oh my gosh, there is so much to get done. Oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. That's really when we start to have this feeling, start to go into that area of not feeling like we're enough. Getting into that area of there's not enough time, there's not enough resources, there's not enough energy, there's not enough money coming in. I'm not enough to make this work on my own. And that is an extremely dangerous place to be, especially with newer entrepreneurs or with entrepreneurs who have not solidified their boundaries and their concept of self-worth. I Let me be real frank here. I have several things that need to be updated, right? I want to work with a copywriter, Megan Smythe. We had her on the episode um, uh, recently. I want to update my contracts with the lawyer to make sure that there are no, you know, missing things in there. There are several things that I want to get done, but do they all need to get done right this second? Do I really need to be busting my ass in the middle of July when it's gorgeous outside and really all I want to do is sit outside and create and relax and rest and do these things that are a part of why I'm building this business, or do I want to bust my ass and get it done just to come to September and be like, well, now it's kind of chilly, right? Now, that may sound like a silly example, but it's not because that's really what you're doing. When you are constantly pushing yourself and pushing, pushing, pushing to get everything done, to try and implement everything at once and integrate it all and do all the things... Part of it is that old conditioning that tells you that being productive means that you are constantly doing something, doing something that is measurable, doing something that can be tracked, doing something that has a financial component to it, which inherently tells you that you are measuring your self-worth based on something other than the fact that you exist, you are worthy of having exactly what you want at all times simply because you exist. I will never not take the opportunity to remind you of that. (laughs) I will never not take that opportunity. But we run into this idea of not enoughness. So again, first and foremost, you are not alone in this. And you don't have to stay in this. Okay? So You want to break the cycle. You want to stop having it feel like you have to get everything done at once. Because let me be really clear here, you don't want to get it all done at once. Yes, I said that. You don't actually want to get it all done at once. Because going back to the content idea, I think that's a little bit easier to understand. 
If you have 15 really strong pieces of content that you want to share with people, you have 15 really strong pieces of content that, you know, are educational or informative or sassy or strong or going to call people out or going to let people see their bullshit or going to be mirrors and reflections and da-da-da, that is a huge energetic release that is going to kind of feel like you were just like, whew, I just ran a 10-mile race and now I'm spent. Instead of putting a piece out here and a couple days later there and maybe a week later there and a week and a half there and, you know, spreading it out. So not only does it impact your energy, if you were to dump all of that content on your community at one time, it would feel really overwhelming for them. Because if you have a huge piece of really powerful content, and you share something like that every single day for five straight days, yes, it can be powerful and it can be exactly what some people need. It can also be very overwhelming. Like your clients or your community doesn't, they, they kind of feel like, oh shit, they're, I'm just like, I'm triggered at this point, right? It goes from being a loving call out to almost an onslaught of you're doing this wrong, you're this wrong, and again, this is not going to be the case for every single person in your community. But if you were to dump 15 pieces at once, it could be really overwhelming from your energy perspective, their energy perspective. Also, it makes it a lot harder for you to then follow that up. Going back to previous episodes talking about the consistency and the need to have your content be consistent, however that is for you, whether that's daily, weekly, two times a week, five times a month, whatever, if you start dumping all of this information out there, sharing all of this content or creating all these new offers that you have, you know, four new programs, a live program, 16 new one-on-one offers, all these different things, it gets really messy from a logistical perspective as well as an energetic perspective, as well as a messaging perspective. But it also is really hard to stay consistent with that, right? It's really hard to stay consistent if you are putting out hugely powerful pieces of information or content every single day. For instance, how do you get out of it? You have all these ideas, you have all this excitement and energy and love and things that you want to share because you know that it's going to change somebody's life. You know that this idea is going to help somebody realize what they can do or how, you know, how they can improve themselves. And you want to get it out there because you know it's going to help people. I get it. I wholeheartedly understand But if you put all of the information out there at one time, it's a nightmare. That's going to be overwhelming to the point that it drains you, to the point that it's no longer exciting and fun and you're, you know, full of love for it. When you're trying to put together six different email sequences and six different landing pages and six different marketing strategies and scheduling content posts for it and scheduling, like, the sheer amount of stuff you have to do can be energetically draining to the point that you start to resent it. 
So how do you get out of that cycle? How do you stop feeling like you have to get everything out there but still stay excited about it, right? The first step to break the cycle is really to take time and get all of the things you want to do out on paper. And I specifically say paper. I know that we live in the digital age, but there is something really helpful about physically writing it all down versus typing it on your computer. There's an article that I will link in the show notes written by Neuroscience News in March of 2021 from a report done by the University of Tokyo that found there is stronger brain activity when using handwritten notes or when handwriting notes versus using digital. Handwriting notes increased the creativity The study also found that those who used paper versus digital, whether it was typing or texting or tablets, etc., had more brain activity in areas associated with language, imaginary visualization, and the hippocampus. Now, why is this important? Why am I bringing in this neuroscience article? Because I really want to push the importance of handwriting your brain dump because one, you're, a lot of emotions are going to come through when you start to get everything out that you want to, right? All the things that you have to do, all the content ideas that you have, all the program ideas that you have, all the ways that you want to help people, etc. There's a lot of emotion tied to it. So when you can write things, even if it just, you know, un, it's unconscious how your handwriting changes if you speed up, right? There's a whole thing on handwriting analysis, But being able to express yourself more fully by writing it down versus typing it and having it look the same way, or if you're really going at it on the computer, trying to change the fonts and the size and all the things like that, there is a uniformity to using digital tools that actually constricts and restricts your brain power when it comes to getting out your ideas. So really highly encourage you to use pen and paper, pencil and paper to just get everything out. That's the first step is not holding all the information in your brain. So I call it a brain dump. I'm a huge fan of brain dumps. I reference them in a lot of my trainings because I think they're useful for just about anything that you're going through. But it's the concept of okay, you have all these different things you want to get done. You have all these different business pieces that need to be accomplished, content ideas, programs, offers, services, etc. But first, you just got to get it out of your brain. Because when you can take it out of your brain and put it somewhere else, there is less heaviness to it. There is less weight to it. For anyone who loves Harry Potter, I like to think of this as when Dumbledore uses the pensive, pensive, I don't actually know the right way to pronounce that, pensive, and takes his memory out of his brain and puts it in this little vial and he uses it for later. It frees up your brain, your mind, and your body to then be able to do just one thing. Just focus on one thing at once and not worry about 
this spiraling Tasmanian devil of a chaotic thought train that's coming down the tracks at high speed. And again, yep, that was a mixed metaphor, but you follow me. The first thing is to get everything out on paper. When you can write down everything that you want to accomplish, everything that you want to put out there, every way you want to work with people, it takes the weight out of your body. It takes that stagnancy. It takes that stuckness and it puts it somewhere else. When you're done that, I want you to step away from it. Do not barrel on to step two. Take some time. Go outside, sit in the sun, play with your animals, do a craft, get some water, do some stretching, whatever it is, but continue that energy flow. So as you're writing all of this out, all this energy is coming up. You're kind of pulling from like the very bottom of your feet for these ideas and these things and you're kind of like sweeping it throughout and getting it out of your body. Then move that energy some more. Go dance. Go in the middle of your floor where there's nothing to restrict you and just move around. Shake it off. Kind of shake that energy off, literally. Because not only is it in your brain that you're holding on to all of this information, it's also in your body. Because you want so badly to get it out there, but when you get it out there, it's like word vomit. And it's just, whoa, there's just too much, right? So you're continuing to release that energy. So the part 1B (laughs) is going to be about releasing it, continuing to give yourself space. Give your brain a chance to rest. Give your brain a chance to recharge, right? If you can, give it a couple hours, give it a day, give it a couple of days, I would say probably give it a day because if you're already antsy and all rolled up about this, you're going to want to keep going. But give yourself a couple of hours, bare minimum, give yourself a couple of hours to get through all of this. The next step is to bucket it. I remember there were days where I was thinking about programs that I wanted to run when I had a fully established business, right? Now, you know, whether you're new or not, there are different phases of your business. So as a coach, you're oftentimes going to start out doing one-on-one coaching. It gives you more credibility. It's a little less stressful sometimes, depending on who you are. And then you might go into group programs, then you might go into creating and hosting masterminds, then you might go into you know, DIY course programs from live recorded stuff that you've already done. Let's just go with that example, right? One-to-one to small group to larger group to recorded course programs. If you have four different phases of ideas rolling around in your brain, your energy and your attention and your focus are all divided, So once you've kind of brain dumped that out, then go in and bucket it. Is this a sooner object task objective? Is this a later objective? Going off of that example, if you are newer in your business and you have all these ideas for big group programs and big things down the line, 
but you don't have clarity on who you help or how you help them, you don't have a community who know who knows you, maybe you put that group piece aside in a bucket for later. Maybe that is a six months down the line bucket. Maybe that's a year down the line bucket. Knowing that all of this is adjustable, that once you put an objective into a bucket, it doesn't mean it has to stay there, but it means that it gets to. It doesn't all belong in the have to do it now, get it done, hurry up, this is fucking insane bucket. It gets to be moved around, adjusted, prioritized, delegated out to, etc. So the next part is bucketing it. Bucket it not only by time, And be general here. I don't want you to go in and be like, okay, so I'm going to bucket this on Thursday at 4.15 to 5. I'm going to do this. And then Thursday from 5 until 5.17, I'm going to do this. No. Is this like a this week, this month, this quarter? Or is it a next phase of business? It doesn't even have to be like a defined time. It can just be next phase. Next, next phase down the road, right? You get to decide what the names of these buckets are, but you want to bucket it. So once you have your buckets, then I want you to do a little release, right? And this can look different for everyone involved. Detach yourself even more. So everything that I've been talking about, the doing the brain dump, the bucketing it, the taking time and resting between, that's all detaching you from all of the stuff right? All of the things that need to get done, we're detaching from all of that. I want you to do a small little ceremony, whether it's you saying this out loud, whether it is you dancing around, you know, lighting some sage, spraying some essential, whatever it is, do what you want to do. But release the energy around it. Look at those buckets of things for later, for next phase, next month, next year, down the line. Take a look at those buckets and tell them, I am so excited to work with you when it is time. I will be back to you. I see you. I acknowledge you. I appreciate you. I love you. We will come together again when it is time. For now, I am setting you to rest in this bucket here, knowing that we will come back together. And let that sink in for a minute. Don't just repeat it because the random girl on the podcast told you to, but really let that feeling of detachment, you're not ignoring it. You're not letting it go forever. Just because your focus is not on it right now does not mean you will not get to it but it's not the focus right now. It doesn't have to hold your attention or your energy or your fears or anything like that. Let it go and allow yourself to truly let it go. Now the next piece, now we're gonna focus on the bucket that's now, the immediate bucket. This is where you're going to go in and prioritize what needs to get done even within that bucket. So even if your now bucket is this week, is seven days, there are still different levels of priority. 
go in there and prioritize things in whatever, you know, high to low, one to 10, whatever it is. And remember that the priority is needle moving activities, things that are actually going to propel your business forward. I see you. I see you there thinking, okay, I'm already on one social media platform. I want to get on another social media platform and that's definitely a priority. So yeah, like I'm going to do that first because it's fun. I see you. If you are brand new in business and you are overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that you need to do and you think that a priority is going on TikTok because that's where everybody else is trending, no. (laughs) No. Really think about what the needle moving activities are going to be. Those are the things that take priority. If you are middle of the road, not a new entrepreneur, not a super well-established entrepreneur, and you want to focus on getting a new offer out there and updating your new subscriber email, they can both be high priorities. Which one is going to move the needle in your business more? One way for this specific example, because I see it all the time, people getting hung up on their email sequences, If you're not getting new subscribers every day or you're only getting a handful a week or goodness forbid, a handful a month, that new subscriber email sequence is not the highest priority because you're not getting as many people to see that as could see a new offer that goes out. In terms of financial ROI, getting a new offer out there to your community that you're excited about, that you're going to talk about, that's going to make you money, is more profitable than creating an extensive email sequence for new subscribers if you're only getting four new subscribers a month. You see what I mean? Really be objective and with the eye on the prize of needle-moving activities, go through your now bucket and prioritize. And part 3B, because apparently I can't help myself with giving multiple step processes, 3B is to delegate. And this is something that I think goes hand in hand with prioritization versus being a separate step because as you delegate, that priority level can change sometimes. There's an interplay between prioritization and delegation. So what do I mean by delegate? Think about where you can ask for help. If you have a virtual assistant, a social media manager, or someone like that, what can you give them to do that is like a medium priority that doesn't require you to be the one to complete it, but does require completion sooner rather than later. If it is an email sequence, can you work with the copywriter to edit what you have and make the adjustments? Can you outsource it completely? That delegation piece is in itself a priority of where you can delegate out. It all is a part of the the stopping the overwhelm of trying to get it all done, right? Ask for help 
ask for support and know, and this is like a whole nother thing, know that it's not a sign of weakness. None of this. I said this at the very beginning of this episode. None of this, the overwhelm, the getting things done, the feeling like like you just can't get ahead, it is not a sign of your not enoughness. You are always enough. It cannot be, right? It therefore cannot be a sign of your not enoughness. So asking for support, asking for assistance, finding where you can delegate is not a sign of your not enoughness. You are enough. I don't know how many times I'm going to keep saying that on this episode. You are enough. And I know that it feels like, I know from personal experience, that it feels like that's not the case. When you are trying to get this damn ball up this hill of getting the business stuff done and getting out all the offers and creating all the content and doing all the things, it feels like it's not enough. But what we're doing now, these steps, this process that I'm giving you to work through is all you standing up tall and saying, I'm actually more than enough, right? I am exactly right. I am no longer allowing these fears, this this negative toxic spiral, this feeling of overwhelm to lead the way. I am standing up tall. My back is straight. My chin is up. My tits are high. And I am taking my power back. I am taking my power back and I am letting the boundaries be stated and I'm doing what needs to be done without worrying about all the other shit, right? That's what we're doing here. We are stepping into that mantle of I am enough and I am declaring it and I am stating it and I am claiming it and I am taking the action to prove it. We're not allowing all the mundane things that go into building a website and getting the button to be the right shade of color we want or the right italicized font or the Canva graphic to be the right shade or the right shape or the blah, 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 blah. No, we're done with that. We're done with the mundane taking over our life. We are brain dumping, resting, bucketing, prioritizing, and delegating, okay? The last step is to go out and do it. (laughs) So now that we've dumped everything out, we've prioritized, we've bucketed, we've prioritized, we've delegated, then we gotta go do it. (laughs) We gotta go do it and feel the uncomfortability of having far less on our to-do lists, far less on your agendas for the day than would be typical. All of this strategy that I'm giving you, all of the the tactical steps to get it done are great. These are going to be really helpful. These are great. These are great tools, right? But the biggest obstacle is going to be the uncomfortable feeling of, but like there's still so much other stuff I want to get done. And navigating through that is really the mindset shift of stepping into that power, recalling your power, reclaiming your time and your energy and your focus and knowing that it's okay, that the stuff is going to get done when the stuff gets done. And 
That may be one of the hardest lessons for entrepreneurs to learn. I know it's been one of my hardest lessons of the dreaded being patient. (laughs) If you want to hear some rants about being patient, I highly recommend you go to some very old posts on my Instagram page and check it out because I go on a whole rant about being patient and da-da-da. I feel ya. Feel ya. I feel not wanting to be patient. But it's not a matter of being patient. It's not a matter of waiting for the divine timing to come through and let us know that it's okay. Because all of that is asking permission. All of that is us giving our power to something else. Whereas here, now, during this process, we, again, are saying, nope. I am the creator of my reality. I am the CEO of this business. I am the change maker. I'm the one doing this. I get to decide when it gets done. If you are new to this game, it can be a daily struggle to remind yourself you don't have to do 25,000 things a day, that you do get to rest, that going slow is more sustainable, that nurturing your business Nurturing your soul, nurturing yourself is more important. And the the old Chrissy is cringing as I say this, this next part, is more important than checking off everything on your to-do list. One thing that I forgot to mention earlier, um, when you go to clean up all your notes and stuff, I want you to take those buckets for later, those down the line, next month, etc. That stuff that we lovingly said, thank you, I see you, I will come back. I want you to put those notes in a folder and stick it in your desk drawer. I don't want you to leave that out where you are looking at it all the time. That defeats the purpose. One of the steps that you are detaching yourself from this energy of having to do it is by literally putting it into a folder and putting it away or putting it put it in a manila envelope right on it you know in six months with a date or whatever you want to do putting it away so that you are only looking at the now bucket so that you are visually cueing yourself to focus on the here and the now and the highest priority things that are going to move the needle in your business, okay? That is the kind of, in quotations, four-step, <laughs> it's like seven steps, four-step process on breaking the cycle of feeling like you have to get everything done at once. Now, I said at the beginning of this episode that I was also going to explain how you can use this feeling as a compass or a guiding beacon in your business. And it's simple in that when you're starting to feel that itch come back of like, I have to get all of this done. I got to go. I got to work harder. I got to put in more time. Oh my gosh, the spiral is beginning. You're starting to pull out your hair, all this thing. That is a sign that you're attached to the business too much, (laughs) too much. Um, I encourage you to practice this detachment. 
practice this idea of it will get done when it is time to get it done. The offer will come out when the offer comes out. The content will be shared when the content is shared throughout your life, right? When we step into this power of being the CEO of our businesses, being the creators of our reality, it's really not just about saying it. Like it's barely about saying it. It's about stepping into it and being like, okay, I said that I was going to have my offer start in the middle of July, but in reality, it's now not going to start until September, and I'm okay with that because X, Y, Z, that's power. That's leadership. That is embodied, (laughs) bitch, please, I create my reality. It's going to shift as I want it to shift. But it's a, like I said, it is a daily reminder So when that starts to come back up, when it starts to creep back up, use it as a compass of really taking a step back and saying, am I too attached to the business, the outcome, the content, the strategy, the task, the objective, fill in the blank, or, and or, is it my fear coming up? Attachment is fear, right? So that can absolutely be a compass of when you are a little too attached to the business, It's never a sign of your not enoughness. So when that itch comes back, when you start to see, if you start to see that you're becoming really attached and you are giving your power to other things, that you are giving your power away to the mundane activities, to the clicking of a button in your website, clicking of a button on your podcast, whatever it is, Remember, it's not a sign of your not enoughness. It's a sign that you're human, that you've been deeply conditioned to give your power to everybody else but yourself. So this is a way for you to reclaim it. Reclaim your power, reclaim your energy, bring it back away from the website or the emails or the mundane stuff that is part of being a business owner, that is part of being a service provider, a solopreneur in the digital space. But it doesn't get to run your life. It doesn't have to. It shouldn't run your life. To recap, in today's episode, we talked about What to do when it feels overwhelming and frustrating that you have so much to get out and there's so many ideas and you have so much stuff that you want to do and it doesn't feel like there's enough time in the day or the year you have the energy or anything. Remember, it doesn't all have to get done right now. I promise you that. It does not all have to get done right now. You do not have to be on all the platforms, offer all the programs, get all the content out, all the emails. It does not have to be done all right now. And we walked through the process of how to get out of that cycle, how to reclaim your power, how to really say, you know what? No, no more. No more overwhelm, no more frustration, no more feeling like I'm not enough. I am drawing the line in the sand My power is coming back to me. I get to decide. And we talked a lot about not feeling like it's you being not enough, of knowing that you are always enough exactly as you are, that you are always worthy of everything you desire simply because you are, 
simply because you exist and talked about the tactical, strategic ways to get through that. I hope that this was a helpful episode for you. If you end up using any of this process in full or in part, please let me know. Tag me on Instagram at Chrissy Mellinger. Send me a note. I check them and will respond to you as quickly as possible. But otherwise, go stand tall in who you are. Create that reality you want. Become the CEO that says this is the way things are going because I have decided and don't settle for anything less than everything that you absolutely want, desire, and deserve. Thank you so much for joining me today on this week's episode of the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure. If you are ready to take your business to the next level, I invite you to apply to join the three-month mini-mind experience. Visible, a three-month experience where you will gain confidence, find your authentic voice, and learn to sell with ease, believe me, it can be done, starts in August 2022. This is for the change makers who are ready to step into their power and really see their business and their lives change. You can find the link in the show notes or go to my website at chrissymellinger.com. Enjoy the rest of your day and I wish you the absolute best in your business and your life.